Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. As I've reflected on uh, these, this verse over the last few days, I've asked myself several times, why did I choose this one when I was offered the option of uh, several others? Why choose this verse? Because in uh, a series of uh, words that talk about things that seem to be the wrong way up, this one of all of them to me seems to be the most uh, peculiarly the wrong way up kind of verse. Blessed are those who mourn. How can Jesus say that those who are mourning, those who are grieving, those who are sad, those who feel that the world is not as it should be, how can Jesus say that uh, these people are the ones who are blessed? I've asked myself, does Jesus not understand mourning? But yet, of all these Beatitudes, in some ways it feels too that this is the one that I understand with the most. I have mourned. I do still mourn uh, the passing of people, the death of people that I've loved. I do still mourn the, the loss of opportunities, the moving on, the breaking of friendships, the death of many things. So I do maybe understand something of this beatitude in my own life and see it somehow at work. I want to begin in a way by looking at that, ver that word blessed. There are those who argue that blessed is perhaps not the best translation. But actually it could be uh, translated better as happy. Happy are those who mourn, surely not. Or it could be translated as wonderful news for those who mourn. That maybe sits better with me, that this is wonderful news, that Jesus brings wonderful news for those who mourn. Or it has even also been translated as enjoying favourable circumstances. That seems even more contradictory to me than happy or blessed. Enjoying favourable circumstances are those who mourn. That makes little sense to me in the way that I understand the world. But maybe the problem is not this first word, but the word mourn itself. What does it mean to mourn? What does this word mean in this uh, particular context? Commentators suggest that the word mourn here is more to do with um, that loss of innocence, that uh, sense of uh, sadness and mourning at the wickedness of the world, at the oppression of others. That is maybe to do with uh, those who have lost self-respect, those who... Uh, who see the world, the, the lack of righteousness in the world, that it's not uh, so much to do with the physical death of people or, or the physical death of relationships or physical death of opportunities, 
but more uh, that kind of sense that Hamlet speaks of, of, of things not being right with the world. Maybe it begins to make more sense then if we understand this as something to do with people who who have that sense of injustice, who rail against the injustices and the oppression in the world. Maybe there is something to be said for these people being happy or having wonderful news or being blessed, who share that sense of uh, divine injustice, of, of the uh, that, that sense of the divine who, who rails against injustice and who encourages his prophets to speak out against the lack of righteousness in the world. Maybe that's where we need to begin. And they will be comforted. The word here used for comfort is uh, that word parakletos uh, that is used when Jesus speaks of the comforter who will come when he uh, leaves the world, that the comforter will come when he talks about the coming of the Holy Spirit. It's the same word that is used here, the word comfort. They will know the presence of God's Spirit. These are people who are in tune with, in step with God's Spirit. And maybe that makes more sense to me, that those who share in God's call for justice that they will know a, an extra presence of his spirit. That sense of holy discomfort, that all is not right with the world, it is not as it should be. And these are the people who will know the blessing, the closeness of God in his spirit. However, I think I can't leave it there. I can't leave it there because in a world at the moment in this season of uh, this pandemic with all the news that we've had uh, yesterday I'm recording this on Tuesday so on Monday the government made their announcement about the roadmap out of uh, lockdown but we still live in this season of sadness of mourning of death for so many so what does this beatitude mean for us in this season? How might we here mourn and comfort in our current circumstances as we reflect on the many deaths in this pandemic? The physical deaths, as well as the death of truth, of hope, of ambition and livelihood. I looked at some statistics uh, yesterday and looked at the numbers of people who have died, each of whose deaths are being mourned. What does this beatitude say to them? I think it says that that comfort of God, that presence of God is with us in the mess. When we think about grief, we think about feelings of shock, of numbness, of nothingness, of pain, of anger, of guilt, of longing. Physical things all come as we mourn the death of people we've loved. And grief is not a straight line. Mourning is not a straight line. The journey out of 
morning is not a straight line. It comes in waves. And that's led me to reflect on Jesus understanding something about waves. Jesus was good with waves. In Matthew 14, it's recorded that Jesus, after the death of his beloved cousin, uh, went and that's, that's the occasion where it's recorded that he walked on the water. He called Peter to him across the waves uh, on the water. In Mark 4, in the storm, Jesus is asleep on the boat, but the disciples wake him and he, he calms the waves. So I think Jesus does understand that kind of morning too. That he does understand and that he promises that those who mourn will know the comfort of his Holy Spirit right in the midst of the waves of grief and sadness. I was reading Tom Wright's commentary on this verse. And he says that uh, all of the Beatitudes, but maybe this one in particular too, or a summons to live in the present in the way that will make sense in God's promised future. Because that future has arrived in the present in Jesus of Nazareth. And it may seem upside down, but we are called to believe with great daring that it is in fact the right way up. We're called to believe that even in the midst of grief and mourning, we will know that comfort of God's Holy Spirit. I can testify to that in my life as I have mourned the death of those I love. Many others can testify to it too. And my prayer is that there will be many who will know in this season that comfort, that coming alongside them, that comforting presence of God's Spirit as they mourn.